is going on? It's DJ Sports back again with another pod. Today we're talking about week 15 in the NFL. It started off last night with the Ravens being the Jets 42-21. And today to get into it, I have Bobby Masesha and Brandon Wilson in the building. How y'all doing? Doing good. Can't forget out. Uh, can't forget Tish out here with the producing. Of course. Shout out. Making sure the T's get crossed and the I's get dotted. Always proofreading. Just doing the dirty work. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, let's jump right into it. So the Ravens beat the Jets pretty easily. Um, they're looking like the hottest team in the NFL. They're on a long winning streak. They Lamar, are the hottest team in the NFL. Lamar, no Lamar's looking like the MVP. Um, so I just want to ask, ask you guys. They're obviously the best team in the AFC right now. But in the playoffs, what team do you think has the best chance of stopping them? I'm going to let Brandon go first because... I would say the Patriots... Just because they're they're proven to be a team that can flip a switch in the playoffs. I don't know if any of these other scrub teams have the capability of doing so. Um, especially because we've dismantled a lot of these teams. Oui. 49ers. Yes, too sure are we. For the viewers out there, just know our, our buddy Brandon is a big Baltimore Ravens fan. He is. He is. That is true. But... Let me ask you. I this. mean, Hold on, what, what do you think? I just want to get a take real quick on you, though. How do you feel? Like, how's this ride been for you guys? Uh, it honestly, I've never seen more entertaining football in my entire life. the The offense that these Ravens, that Jim Harbaugh or sorry John Harbaugh has put together with behind Lamar Jackson and his talents, is is something that I think is gonna change how football is approached and played in the future. Especially when they win the Super Bowl. This <laughs> when, when they win the Super Bowl. When they that win the much Super confidence Bowl. in the squad. 100%. What's your take on it, Dev? So, Ravens, to me, are easily, you know, you're not wrong when you say they've beaten good teams. They've beaten the Patriots, the Niners. They've beaten a lot of good teams. Um, they do have one bad loss to the Browns, but that was earlier in the season, so it's I don't know how much season. you can hold they out against them. They didn't have... Lamar Jackson didn't even really have any routes that he was comfortable with throwing to uh, Marquise Brown yet. That that's, a pre, they're, they're, that's a pre... That's a pre... I'll give him that. that chemistry. As, they're, as, the, as the years prolonged, like, their offense looks like it's been getting more in-depth and more, and more harder to stop. And it's game by game. It's not even like... Like, the transformation that this team makes in terms of improvement, weekend... After week is 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 mesmerizing in my opinion. Yeah, but to answer your question, uh, you, what's the best team that could stop him? You yes. Think? Um, in my opinion, and I would have to say with the Chiefs, just because they have they have a lot of like playmaking players on their team, especially on the offensive side. I feel like with the likes of like Travis Kelsey and obviously Tyreek Hill, like those guys are gonna show up for big games, and especially in a matchup situation with Andy Reid, like. I feel like he's gonna come come ready, and it's. It, I, I'm not saying they can go up against the Ravens. The Ravens got a great defense with Marcus Peters. You know they're getting tur- turnovers left and right, but the Chiefs the, the Chiefs have one of the best offenses still. So, and Mahomes I, I, he hasn't been on you know Lamar's level this year, but he's he's still the reigning MVP. So you can't you can't count him out. Yeah, I have to agree. The Chiefs did give the Ravens one of their losses this year. It, that game was in Kansas City and. The Chiefs were probably gonna have to go into Baltimore to beat the Ravens in the playoffs, uh, but what a game that was! That was a fun game. Yeah, it, it was a great game, and the defense does look completely different since the Marcus Peters trade. Mm-hmm. It seems like they've been playing a lot better football. 
So I would love to see that matchup because you got playmakers on both sides of the ball. And, you know, Andy, Andy Reid, like you said, he's been there before. He has experience. Yeah. So I don't think it would be a shocker if the Chiefs went in there and beat them because they have such a good team. They do have Mahomes. And it's one game, so anything can happen. Mm-hmm. That is true. And they just need to somehow not get caught by the Patriots this this one time. I feel like if Andy Reid hasn't figured out by now, I, I think he should try to figure out to get to the end of the season how because if he gets if he gets beat by the Patriots again, that's going to be hard. Yeah, you feel like he's just been so close so many times. He's been at the doorstep, but the Patriots have been shutting it here every year. Right. So, you know, this, just this incredible season by Lamar Patriots Jackson. Patriots are, are a different team now. Yeah, their yeah. offense has been struggling for sure. Yeah. So I think, yeah. So I think uh, that's definitely gonna play into role. Like, they don't, they have known playmakers on the offensive side. Or like he's throwing to Julian Edelman, but besides that, it's kind of a scrub squad to be honest. Yeah, I mean the offense is a is a really big mess right now. They haven't been playing good football for uh, more than a month. A lot of rookies on that team, which is why I don't understand why they just cut Josh Gordon because they oh, could yeah, really use him right now. Yeah, that. Does not make sense to me. I feel like that's gonna hurt him big time in the playoffs. I also maybe they're you know we don't really know what exactly was going on. He was getting injured week every week, but you got you got to keep that guy for for a playoff run because it's gonna it's gonna be tough. Yeah, and the Patriots have they lost a huge game to the Chiefs uh, on Sunday, which a lot of questionable calls from the refs, uh, a lot of controversy in that game. Yes, but um, Bob, it's looking like the Patriots are gonna have to go into Kansas City. Um, it, it might be uh, the AFC Championship or the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think the Patriots could beat them in a rematch, or, or who do you like when they play again? I, I, think the, I think the Chiefs got it this time. And, you know, we, and once they get past the Patriots, it's, I feel like they're going to have a good momentum going into most likely the Ravens. Um, but we can't count out the Titans, to be honest. We're talking about hot teams. The Titans have been one of the harder teams. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> another team I want to talk about, another matchup, which is a huge game uh, in the divisional race for the AFC South, which is the Titans and the Texans. Uh, oh, yeah. The Titans, uh, in my opinion, have been the second-hottest team behind the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is playing out of his mind. Derrick Henry is looking like one of the best running backs in the league. Um, and w- one thing that I don't understand uh, is about the Houston Texans. In one game, they can look like you know title contenders when they beat up on the Patriots. And in another game, they look like a team that shouldn't be in the playoffs when they get uh, killed by the Drew Locke-led Broncos at home. Um, I feel like the Texans are one of the biggest flip-flopping teams in the, in the league. Um, you know, they have so much talent on both sides of the ball, but it just seems like some games they just don't don't show up. Um, why do you think that is, Bob? Uh, to be honest, it could be... I think it comes down to coaching at that point because when you have players like, like they have, I think... They should be a little more consistent, you know. We, especially on the offensive side with DeAndre Hopkins, probably. I mean, we could all agree he's a top five, top three wide receiver. Deshaun Watson, one of the better uprising stars in the, in the league. So uh, a quarterback that a lot of teams would love to have. Yeah, and you know, so I it just comes to teaching and being able to teach consistency, and I think maybe that's what they're lacking. I don't know. That's that's my take on it. I th- I still think they're. They could still make a run, you know. They they they're that explosive on the offensive end. Right. So <clears throat> the Titans and Texans face off on Sunday. Um, Bob, who do you like in that game? Man, I like 
I, I, I definitely think the text, it's tough for me to say because I don't know how confident, you know how, how you said they're flip-flopping team. The Titans have been playing such good ball. They have a perfect balance with Tannehill and, and Derrick Henry. And, you know, I, I, I still think the Texans, they're the better team. But and I think they could get get the, this really big W, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one and it's gonna be a real good one. Yeah, it it seems like these teams always play each other close. I'm um, really looking forward to that game. Um, another big game, but now going to the NFC is the Rams and the Cowboys. The Rams go to Dallas uh, to play in in Jerry Stadium. The Cowboys have been looking like one of the most disappointing teams uh, the last month of the season. Uh, they just they haven't shown up. Uh, in, in two big games when they got beat by the the Bills and, and the Bears. Uh, a Bears team that was pretty much dead and gone. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then the Cowboys got beat pretty badly. So <clears throat> even through all the, the turmoil the Rams have gone this year, they're still 8-5, and five, only one game back of the sixth seed in the playoffs. So, you know, still a lot of football to be left and, and reasons to have faith as a Rams fan. Uh, Bob, who do you like in this Rams-Cowboys game? Yeah, I think the Rams, I think the, the Rams are set up to make a playoff push right now, uh, especially with all the turmoil, like you said, with the Cowboys right now. Um, what, you don't agree, Tish? No, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, um, yeah, I, I like the Rams, dude. Uh, uh, if Jared Goff could keep or keep the turnovers low and, you know, not fumble, I think I think they're gonna definitely going to pull out a W. Yeah, they had a big win against the Seahawks on Sunday night, and that... That was one of the more complete victories we've had this season. Um, arguably the best win of the whole year. The defense played played excellent. Only gave up uh, a couple of field goals. The only touchdown that the Seahawks had was on a pick six by Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. So just a, a great game for the defense, and it seems like they've really stepped up the last couple of weeks. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be sad because I don't know if they're going to be able to catch the Vikings. I think they're going to keep that last spot, but... You know they're ready for it. Uh, if they and they're planning on giving Gurley more workload, so I think that's that's a good game plan for them. Yeah, um, Sean McVay said that he's gonna feed Todd. Todd had twenty carries um, and even a couple more touches on the through the air in the passing game. So that it's really smart that I mean I, he maybe he should have started putting using Todd earlier, but yeah, better late than never. So mm-hmm. looking at the Viking schedule, they they play the Chargers this week and then they play the Packers one more time. Mm. Uh, whereas the Rams, they play the Cardinals and the Seahawks, so it's still a we we have a good chance, but we just need to keep winning games. Mm-hmm. That's all you could do right now, and hope the Vikings drop one of those games. Um, but like looking at this NFC, I feel like it's wide open. There's I, I feel like one through five, they could all end up being champs. Yeah, that's another thing I wanted to uh, to emphasize is that there's a lot of contenders. In the NFC, we have uh, a lot of strong teams. I think it's safe to say this is definitely the better conference this year. Yeah. And uh, just a lot of competition. You have uh, just teams top to bottom who who can win the championship. Um, the, you know, the, currently the Vikings are the sixth seed, but I don't think it would be a shock if they if they won the NFC and went to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. because, they ha- mm-hmm. because of how much talent they have on both sides of the ball. You know, if Kirk goes on a run, like kind of like Flacco when the Ravens went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago, yeah. I could definitely see the Vikings going there. Yeah, I mean, like, look at the Saints, you know, they they definitely have a lot of playmaking players. Uh, Packers, like, it's definitely wide open. And it, it's going to be it's gonna be a great playoff to watch. I, I'm, I'm excited. So who do you like to come out of the NFC uh, as of right now? As of right now, I'm going to go with my gut and I say the Packers come out. Packers. 
So the Packers, they have question marks uh, about their defense, and it seems like their offense hasn't been there. Um, does the game that the Niners beat them really badly, does that affect your uh, – do you think they, they're going to yeah. get past that and beat the Niners? If they yeah, I mean – you saying the Niners are a fluke? No, I just don't think Garoppolo is ready for the playoff pressure, and he looks like he does kind of get smaller during those big moments. Uh, they're the first seed right now. They are. Their defense is very scary, but with a guy named Rodgers – you you could expect great things. You can't you can't count them out. And I did see an interview with Aaron Rodgers saying that they'll be ready for the Niners if they ever face them again. Yeah, and another thing is their run game is is pretty explosive right now too. Yeah, with Aaron Jones and um, uh, Jamal Williams. I I still feel like they need one more receiver to uh, to really take that offense to the next level, um, because you know Devontae, he's once you the defense focuses on him, you ha- you're asking a lot of uh, a lot out of these young guys. And it seems like the tight ends haven't really done much in Jimmy Graham or Mercedes Lewis. Um, yeah. And so you end up counting on people like Alan Lazard. Um, and, you know, Aaron Jones and Rodgers can, can only do so much. And when you're going to be playing tough competition in the, in the playoffs, you know, it's going to be tough to move the ball. So for that reason, um, I, don't, I don't think the Packers are going to come out of the NFC. Uh, the team I do like right now that isn't the Niners is the New Orleans Saints. The Saints played a great game against the Niners on Sunday, uh, you know, a game that anybody could have won. One of the best games of the year. Um, I just think that Drew Brees in the playoffs, um, you know, he takes it to another level, and that defense has been playing a lot better. And like you said, Jimmy doesn't have that experience yet. You know, Drew Brees has been there and done it. Sean Payton's also been there and done it. So I like the the Saints as of right now. Yeah, I, I mean, you, per, I mean, it makes perfect sense. They, I think they're probably the most explosive team besides the Ravens, like in the whole NFL. But for some reason, I don't think. They're clicking just like kind of how the Packers aren't clicking exactly, you know. So, at the end of the day, you know, it's 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 a game. It's one game, and you just, it's going to be a big matchup. And I think, I, personally, I think Rodgers could pull it out just because I feel like he's going to be able to keep himself in the game and, and steal it. I do think the Saints are a better team, though. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I, I feel like even the Seahawks can have that same case. I feel like they can go into any definitely. any stadium and steal a game. Yeah, you know? like Pete Carroll and, and Russell Wilson, you can't count them out of any game. Yeah. Um, they're 10-3. and three, um, And I think any of these teams, Niners, Vikings, Saints, Packers, Seahawks, mm-hmm. any of those teams, if they went to the Super Bowl, you'll be surprised. I think the Cowboys would definitely be a surprise. Um, that's that's yeah. like the odd, odd team out. But the NFC East has been so bad. Uh, it's going to be them or the Eagles, and I don't think they're yeah, going to do anything in the playoffs. Team, yeah. So I it, I feel moving moving forward like the Ravens are the heavy are, I would say heavy the favorites, favorites. Yeah. heavy favorites okay. Yeah, so I mean, people are comparing Lamar to uh, Lamar to Michael Vick. I don't know if we should be doing all that. Yeah, that's been one of the the narratives that I've been seeing. Um, you know, since Lamar has been well, tearing it up this the season. Perfect time to compare Lamar Jackson to Michael Vick. He just broke the record. I'm not saying it's a bad time. Like the conversation's gonna be there, but I I don't know. It's Michael Vick was able to do this, do this whole run game for years. He he's he's the he's a real OG in this. See the only <laughs> the only thing is this is the first year of tape that we have on Lamar Jackson. So I could I see your point in that you can't really compare them because Lamar has only done this for one year, but. Bar him getting injured, I don't see him slowing down. We just yeah. gotta wait and see. I'm not. I'm not saying he can't. He's so he's so talented. 
He's a highlight reel every every week. Every <laughs> game. But Michael Vick was doing the same thing. The Jets thing, game dude. was absurd. Did you guys hear what Michael Vick said about him on his rating on uh, Madden 20? No. Apparently, that, apparently he got a 97 rating, and uh, before that... Michael Vick had a 96, and he's like, I can't believe they gave him a 97. Oh, and yeah. you know how, like, Lamar James is a huge Michael Vick fan. Mm-hmm. So he was like, I can't believe you said that. It's true. <laughs> so yeah. he called them out on it, too. I mean, it seems like yeah. Lamar is really yeah. humble, and uh, Michael but Vick's he, one of his mentors, too. So he said he was his favorite player of all time. Yeah. So it must be surreal for him to be compared to Vick. That's what I'm saying. For, and for him to say that to him, and then still come back and be like, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, so Bob, you think the comparisons are a little early? I don't. I think the conversation makes sense. He's obviously has the exact same style, and he's just uh, just as electrifying. But I think we just ha- people have to kind of pump the brakes a little bit and give Michael Vick his credit too, because he was able to terrify the league for a good five years. So yeah, um, it, even more than five years, I yeah, would say, I, because he was a, he was literally unstoppable. The only thing you know he had is off the field issues. That was. A, really the only thing that, that stopped his prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even when he came back in his 30s, he was, you know, was one, of the, one of the top players in the league. I think he was second place in MVP that season with the Eagles. Um, yeah, but it's just, I, I would love to see how Lamar plays next year with, uh, you know, obviously the, the Ravens are going to be better. He's going to be better too. But I think defenses are, are going to key in on him and see some tendencies that he has and try to figure out to stop him. Because the NFL, you know, that's it's the it's the best league we have for football. You know they're mm-hmm. they're ready for everything. Study. Yeah, and uh, you know we have like look at Patrick Mahomes. You know last year he had fifty touchdowns and yeah he's been hurt this year too. But you, you um, can tell teams have been switching it up on him and being a lot more aware. Exactly. Like I remember the Lions game where they weren't giving up anything deep. Um, and they're just giving up everything short. You know mm-hmm. all the the like the short passes. So that and and. That game, uh, you know, they had trouble scoring, and they've had other games. And I know Tyreek's been hurt, too, mm-hmm. and, and things like that. But He's been hurt himself. But, yeah, it's 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 been a little bit tougher on him this year, and you have to give credit to the defense because he, he, he still looks electrifying, too. Yeah, no doubt. And I, I you already know, like, in the playoffs, he's going to be ready to go. So that's why yeah. no nobody should count the Chiefs out yet. Yeah. And I think Mahomes and Lamar, they both have, like, a similar mentality, like, very, very focused and just about their business. And, you know, it's, I think it's going to be, like I said, a good one. Yep, I think so too. Um, so week 15, it's also the semifinals for fantasy football. Uh, some of us made it in our league. Some of us didn't. Bob, do you want to tell the people how your leagues are doing? Well, just set me up just to expose myself. Throw <laughs> <laughs> you right under yeah. the bus. <coughs> Sorry, Bob. I know you know how hard of a weekend it was for me. Lost in all my playoff matches, three of them to be exact. And not to mention the the derby didn't go good for me the day right. before. Right. And the guy that I lost I beat last year for the championship beat me this year in the first round. Uh shout out to our friend Reese Volabrett. If he hears this, I know I know you're laughing, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it deserves win. <laughs> um but, but yeah. It, it's you know, you win some, you lose some. He's gotta keep. He's gotta come back next year ready to win again. So, I, I mean, let's hear about your weekend. So, um, in one of my, in our league, our league of record, we've been playing with ten years. Um, I lost to our friend Kevin Beyond. Yeah, my team was started off really hot. I started off five and zero, um, and you know I, I ended up eight and five, dropped to fifth place. Um, 
and lost the first round. You don't have to give credit to Kevin Beyond. He has a good team. He has Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I should give a shout-out to Reese's team. He went out for, I think, 148 that week. Right. He had, a, he had a Amanda Sanders on the bench. He had 30, so he, he could potentially put a 170 on me, 180. Yeah. Um, you know, Russell Wilson, Cooper Cup, David Johnson really screwed me in that league. Um, in my other league, I was the sixth seed, and I was ninth or tenth place the entire year. I made a run to to slide into the, the sixth spot on the last week of the year. And on Sunday, it was looking like I was going to win and beat upset the three seed. I was up by 19.9, um, and he had Carson Wentz playing. And it looked like I had an easy win. Carson Wentz had two points at halftime. He had seven points uh, going to the fourth quarter. And the game goes into overtime. Carson Wentz throws two touchdowns in the fourth and overtime, and I lose by point two points. Just an awful loss. Um, devastating Heart loss. Wrenching. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Yeah, I watched the, the entire game just to see at the end. Carson Wentz just put a dagger in my season. That's what fantasy football does to you, man. Yeah. Um, it was, I'll say this, and that just shows how much I love fantasy football, but being out this week, it was kind of refreshing not checking my fantasy football app like a thousand times yeah. throughout the week. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of nice to be just be sitting and watching the games and not... Uh, refreshing the app because after like, 15, 16 weeks, society. yeah, yes. exactly. I'm not yelling at single players to get 10 yards on Sunday night. <laughs> after 15, 15, 16 weeks, you know, fantasy kind of burns you out a little bit mentally, but Emotionally, um, I'll, I'll type you know, there's there's highs and the lows of fantasy. So, thankfully, in my third league, that I've um, I dropped 181 points and it almost beat my, my opponent by 100 points, he only put up 88 for the week. So I got a shout-out, Chris Godwin, Ryan Tannehill's been on fire, Austin Eckler with just another amazing performance. Oh, what did he have, like? He had 29 points and a 90-yard touchdown. <laughs> just ridiculous. So I'm playing uh, the second seed in the semis, um, and you know I hope I get the dub, hope I win a championship. If I win a championship in this league, it'll be my third ring in six years. So oh, wow. Got a pretty good record. Good Looks like you're playing against... Some chumps. <laughs> uh, I mean, no comment. <laughs> I'll take the dubs where I get them. Yeah, you have to. And with that, um, before we wrap up, we're going to talk about the NBA. Touche, could you uh, pull up the NBA standings? Mm-hmm. So the NBA season, we're uh, in December right now. Everyone's played about 25 games. Um, at, it's still early in the year, Bob, but you would say that we know who's good and who's bad. Yeah, it, and I think it comes down to a four-team race for the, for the ring. And two from the East, two from the West. I think the Sixers and the Bucks are the heavy favorites. And um, I think the Lakers and the, the Clippers are definitely coming out of the West. Yeah. So I want to talk about the East first. Um, the Bucks are 22-3, and three, uh, just on a, on a tear, 16 games in a row. And Giannis is playing somehow even better than his MVP season. Uh, Bob, so you think the Sixers are the the biggest biggest threat to to the Bucks right now? Yeah, yeah, I, uh, especially in a seven game series. See, switching from football because this is a lot different when you have a seven game series because you know the teams that's usually better usually yeah. usually wins. So it's gonna it's definitely gonna come down to six games, six or seven game series with this. Um, besides that, I don't I don't I don't really see any other teams making a push. The yeah. Heat have been playing really well. They're really fun to watch, but um, they're just, you know, not at that level to make a playoff run. Yeah, um, I mean, I like 
as a Laker fan, it's hard to say, but I do like how the Celtics have been playing. I don't know if they could take the Bucks down in a seven-game series. Mm-hmm. Um, my dark horse, I mean, the Sixers have to be the team that I think are the biggest chance because, just because of how much talent they have on their team. Exactly. When Embiid and Simmons are playing at their best, I, I think they're the best team in the East. I do think that they were better with Jimmy Butler, but, I mean, look at look at the Heat, you know, 18-6, mm-hmm. second place in Jimmy's first year, so um, we'll see if that come back, comes back to bite them in the playoffs. Yeah. <clears throat> I do think the dark horse of the East is the Toronto Raptors right now. Um, you know, they're in fifth place. They're just hanging in there. Um, they play great defense. I'm not saying that they're going to beat uh, the Bucks in seven games, but would you be surprised if they did, Bob? Yes, that would definitely be something that we would consider surprising. Um, they, they, they've been playing well, but I don't think they're... The, Giannis is a, a man on a mission, so... Yeah, it, it's that's something that I think is a little too tall of a task. I think the I but the if we if we look at the West, I do think there are some teams that could be issues in the playoffs, especially like the Mavs. Um, Doncic just showed that he's he looks like he's a veteran. He's been in this league for you know like eight, ten years. Like this guy, it, no no moments too big for him, and you know they have a good surrounding cast like. Porzingis isn't exactly where he was before he got injured, but he's still getting his feet wet. Uh, um, like we said with the Clippers, once PG and uh, Kawhi figure out their their just chemistry, that that's obviously gonna be super scary. And then you know you even look at the Rockets or the Nuggets, then you know they they definitely have. Some- They're gonna be hanging in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two through five is neck to neck right now. Yeah. It's yeah. Not like it's a far away. <clears throat> and it's gonna be like that the entire season. Um, um, one thing I would do want to say, though, the surprises of the West for me are the Kings. Uh, they're, they're playing without De'Aaron Fox. again. Bagley and Bagley, back. yeah. Um, they're, you know, they're at 500 they're, right now. They're, they're hanging in there, yeah. They're, yeah they, is that Luke? Is that Luke's coach right there? Hey, he's... Maybe, he maybe. Yeah. Um, they started off terribly. Um, I think they were one of the worst teams in the, yeah, in, the, the in the West when first month of the season, but they really picked it up, won three in a row. Um, it seems like they win a lot of close games. They they they're a young team, but they know how to close. Yeah, they had close two out. game winners this last week. Yeah, just yeah. It, you know, it might be Luke it, coaching. You know, getting dubs with the young team. Uh, you have to give Luke credit. Um, keeping the Kings in there in a really tough conference. Yeah. So I mean, we're only like twenty five games in, like you said. So just gotta see. So it's a marathon with the NBA. So we just gotta see if they can keep playing this type of basketball. Right. I mean, as Lakers fans, we have to be. Excited with how the Lakers look right now, twenty two and three. Um, you know it, what's even more impressive is that they're twelve and one on the road, uh, which is something that we usually don't see from Laker teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually we dominate at home. We've been good at home, ten and two, but uh, being twelve and one on the road—that's something that I did not expect. What yeah. you have to also remember now is the Lakers are pretty much have fans everywhere. Have you seen? Sometimes they show games and they just show Laker fans. It's just as much purple and gold as it is whatever other color. Right, it is, it is, but they're also one of the most hated teams at the same time. So fans, fans, uh, every every game is a sellout for the right. Lakers. We all know that. But even when we were winning titles with uh, Kobe and Powell, Kobe and Shaq, uh, I don't think we were this good on the road. Like twelve and one mm-hmm. is just yeah. a ridiculous record. Um. So. Uh, what I, before we wrap things up, I wanted to talk about a game next week. Uh, the Lakers face off against the Bucks. That's gonna be a great game next Thursday, um, and I'm really excited to see how AD and Giannis are gonna go up against each other. I'm yeah. curious to see how the Lakers are gonna guard him with LeBron and Dwight and the other big men. Um, 
Bob, what do you think the Lakers should do to, to contain Giannis? To contain Giannis, uh, it's going to be definitely a team effort. Um, it's going to be interesting, the matchups that uh, Frank's going to pull out. But I think coming out, if you have uh, AD on him and we have you know Dwight and uh, JaVale in the paint, I think that's a good plan to try to contain him. So um, with that, I you know I, I, you think I'm a, the Lakers are going to win. and uh, But the thing is, if LeBron is clanking free throws and not getting back on defense, Giannis is going to score in four seconds like how he does. So... It's it's gonna be a tough one, but we gotta wait and see. Yeah, I mean Giannis is a he's gonna be ready to go no matter what. That that dude is on a mission the last couple of years. He wants to win badly. That game uh, is definitely gonna be just AD versus Giannis. Yeah. That's what that game is yeah. gonna come up to. I'm really excited to see the Lakers have some big games coming up because we play that, the we Bucks play. and then we play the Clippers on, on Christmas, Christmas. So. Some huge games coming up. Uh, you already know the, the the haters are gonna come out saying, "Oh, you guys can't. If we lose these games, you guys can't show up." But bro, it's a seven game series in the playoffs. It's all about adapting. It's and all about adapting. You know. Yeah, you LeBron looks. L and then move LeBron looks fresher than ever. Because we lost the first one, so we did. This is we a little did. bit of adaptation we yeah. have to see for the Lakers. Yeah, it's. Yeah. We have yeah. To see it Excited for that. Got some big NFL games. Who big NBA games. Day? Lakers. <laughs> That's not even me being biased. I really think we're playing a lot better. I mean, so we are playing the good Bucks basketball. Game, the Bucks game is going to be tougher for us, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, the, right now the Bucks look like the, the better team for sure. But Clippers, they're 8-2 in their last 10. Can't, can't count them out. And I don't think... In the seven-game series, that's a team that nobody wants to see. Kawhi and PG for seven Kawhi, games. Yeah, yeah we got some big games coming up. Um, I'd like to thank Brandon, Bob and Touche uh, for running the show and we'll catch you guys next time.